0: I'm delighted to have in the studio Charles Goodfellow, who's uh, a chartered accountant from Weybridge. Hello, Charles.
1: Hello, good morning. Thank you for having me.
0: My um, well, pleasure to have you along here today. We're not going to talk about accountancy, though, are we? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to be talking about your exhibition that's uh, going to be happening uh, from next week at the Riverhouse House Barn, and it's called uh, Making the Invisible Visible. Yes. Sounds very intriguing. Yes. So what's all this about, then?
1: Um, so I'm an artist as well as an accountant. And I've created over 100 magnetic castings, and uh, this is going to be hosted at the Riverhouse Barn, as you say, Walton-on-Thames, and every day next week at 3pm, I'll be doing a live demonstration, uh, followed by a give it to go tutorial, um, for everyone to come down and find out how magnetic field castings are made
0: this is absolutely incredible, really. I mean, it, uh, you've brought some into the studio. We can't obviously show you on the radio, but uh, they are very beautiful indeed. But uh, tell us how, how the whole process works, because in the end, they're on a, on a canvas, aren't they? Uh, but they're in 3D. They've got designs springing out at you, obviously influenced by the, by the magnets. So, so how do you go about making these?
1: Yes, yeah, so I uh, purchased an industrial uh, magnet. A neodymium magnet, about the size of a small uh, honeydew melon.
0: Right, okay, very
1: good. And I uh, took some silicon resin, which is all flexible, uh, included a catalyst, and added iron powder.
0: Ah, right.
1: Now, this iron powder interacts with the magnet and forms this natural phenomenon and structure. Right,
0: so it all sort of springs up, like spike-like.
1: Yes, yes. So um, the magnet is beneath, and from above, I will stand from a high position and pour it over the magnet. Oh, right. Okay, from a height. From a height, and naturally this spike, which you might recall from... Uh, seeing when you were younger with a small magnet on on the sort of thumbnail-type scale.
0: Yeah, I can remember that with iron filings and seeing how they create a pattern around the magnet.
1: Exactly. And that's where I started, very small, and slowly built it up to the size um, that all all these magnetic castings are mounted on a 30 by 30 centimetre canvas.
0: Right, so you can hang them up on the wall afterwards. Yes. All right, so uh, how many of these have you made now, then? Uh, I've made uh, about 150. My goodness me. Now, how long does it take to to make each one, then? Each one
1: takes a day to make.
0: Right, okay.
1: At least the casting, because the catalyst in the silicon takes a whole day, whole 24 hours to dry. Right. At which point I can then remove that magnet from the casting, and it leaves the uh, fascinating sculpture and shape.
0: My goodness. I mean, you've got several different shapes, really. I mean, there's one that's more it's sort of donut-shaped, and, and other ones are a bit longer than others. How, how do you get the different shapes and reactions?
1: So I've I found that depending on the way you pour the resin and the iron over the magnet, you can generate different shapes. So I have a, a sort of round circle donut-type shape. There's a linear uh, rugby ball-type shape, and there's even a three-pointed a type shape which i actually haven't brought in today but it's uh yeah one of my newer ones that i worked
0: on and they're all lots of different colors so how do you get the color into them
1: yes so they start off very jet black and then i color them with acrylic paint oh right through spray painting them on or i'll use the silicon and color the silicon with acrylic paint and then get messy
0: and oh right, okay, yeah, but a lot of them—they're not all one colour, are they? They're, they're sort of—they're they're speckled in the way, aren't they? They're sort of uh, shade, different shades. Yeah, so, so quite attractive.
1: Because because it's so dark, I find I have to paint them white first. Oh right, and then do a second coat of colour to actually let it really shine through. Right, I mean,
0: they look a bit like you know, maybe something you've seen a coral reef or somewhere.
1: Yes, yes, that- I agree. There is definitely sort of a sea urchin type uh, creature that could be hidden beneath. Right. So how long have you been doing this? Um, the first conception of the idea was about four years ago. However, I was studying for my accountancy exams, so I didn't have too much time to work on this. And now, now I've finally uh, qualified. I, I find I've got spare time that I can... Put my energy into something yeah, really creative, indeed. and interesting.
0: Do you, do, you, do other people do this? I was the first time I've come across this.
1: It, I believe it is uh, novel, new, and I am the inventor of magnetic field casting. Right? Have you got have you
0: got your patent pen pending? <laughs> 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 we can see you on dragon's den soon well we oh dear, <laughs> dear. so anyway you, you it's uh, the exhibition's on uh, from the 7th to the 18th of september isn't it at the river house barn that's correct yeah and uh it's on from uh, 10 in the morning till four in the afternoon correct and as you said at uh, three o'clock you got your uh, demo going
1: on yeah please do come down have a have a watch how these are created right. and uh also give it a go with some smaller magnet trays that i've set up and you are you selling these then as well There, there is an element of of wanting to um create more of these yeah and part of that is through selling them and uh what what i do is actually sell them um one pound increments
0: oh right so how does that work then you so start at a pound and exactly i
1: started at a pound and every time i sell one the price goes up by 1 pound
0: <laughs> <laughs> right because they, because they're more in demand <laughs> yes and yes. also
1: my skill level gets better as well ah. so there's an element of feeling more confident to yeah. to uh, yeah. uh put them out there they um at the exhibition you'll see a scoreboard as in a cricket scoreboard oh i know yeah so every time um someone buys one they'll have the luxury and honor of Flipping down the uh, the number on the cricket scoreboard to increase the price for the next person to purchase.
0: Right. And well, what I say is all called attain collection.
1: That's correct. You can find out more at uk.
0: And attain is spelt A TAIN.
1: Correct. Mm. As in trying to reach and uh, excel at something, attain.
0: Oh, I see. Right, absolutely so. So you have got got a website we can go to and you can buy them there I guess as well. Yes. You view them.
1: They yeah, you can uh, see the what the next price is, which is uh, seventy eight pounds.
0: Right. Oh, so that's been doing well then.
1: Yes, that's yeah I, I started selling them last year, so it's uh it's it's actually about the year anniversary of selling them for the first time. Well, thank you so much for telling us all
0: about uh, these uh, magnetic marvels.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're more than welcome. Thank you for inviting me. And I do have a little gift for you. So I'm handing over a very small fridge magnet. Oh, lovely. Which i also uh, put together with the logo at the back. And you'll see it's got a 10 collection. And then there's 9999, which is the aspiration. Right. You're going to get it to
0: 999. Yeah it'll even stick to my broadcasting desk well I shall put that on my fridge when I get home I shall remember you <laughs> well thank you very much Charles for coming in today and we wish you every success for the exhibition
1: thank you so much for your time
0: there we are, that's uh, Charles Goodfellow then and he's going to be making the invisible visible at the Riverhouse Barn Gallery in Wharton-on-Thames from the 7th to the 17th of September Ooh.